Okay. So it says in the Talmud that although fish are in the ocean, when it uh, rains, they go up to the surface to uh, to get the, to uh, drink the uh, water that comes from heaven. Similar way, the Talmud says the Jewish people are like the fish, although they're submerged in the water of Torah. Yet when there's a new teaching, new teaching of Torah, they gravitate and they run to the new teaching of Torah. <clears throat> so it's amazing <clears throat> that right now, before the uh, anniversary of the previous Rebbe's passing this coming week, we have a new discourse of the previous Rebbe. And uh, some, it's an amazing discourse, which I only had a chance to read part of it. And the Mr. Shem, we're going to learn the uh, uh, first section of it uh, today. Mr. Shem. The, the discourse is based on a, a verse in Parshas Vayetze. God appears to Yaakov in a dream. And Yaakov sees a ladder. The foot of the ladder is on the ground and the top of the ladder is, uh, reaches the heavens. So the um, Rebbe brings down four explanations to this verse. The first explanation is Nachmanides. Nachmanides says that uh, whatever happens in this world happens through angels. All, of course, with the decree of Hashem upon them. They don't have any power on, the, on their own. It's just that God's um, sustenance and activity to the world, in the world, goes through the filter. It descends until it's able to uh, be physical through many, many different um, inter- many different stages in the entire spiritual cosmos. And finally, it arrives in this world through the angels in this world. And Hashem, so to speak, is upon the ladder. And God promised Yaakov that he would not be in the hand of the angels. Rather, he will be he will be a part of God and his sustenance and nourishment and, and activity will not be filtered through Hashem's uh, hiding, Hashem's filtering his energy, so to speak, through coming down through, through angels. Rather, God will always be with him. That's the explanation of Nachmanides. Then there's explanation of Abelazar Agodu, Abelazar and Hurkanus. And he gives... Um, a parallel between God's appearance to Yaakov and God's appearance to Avram Avinu. When God appeared to Avram Avinu in the Brisbane of Sarim, in the covenant that he made with Abraham, he, he shared with Avram the future and how his children would be strangers in a strange land that's reading this Torah portion, how they would eventually leave uh, with great wealth. So in a similar way, God also showed Yaakov all of the four exiles the Jewish people would be enslaved by. He showed them their, their elevation to, to uh, prominence, and he showed them how he showed Yaakov how they all would, would eventually fall. The husband Hukanus uh, compares says that Yaakov saw the angels climbing the ladder. And for each year of their rule, the angel goes up another step in the ladder. And eventually, when, they're, when the years are over, God knocks them off the ladder. So it says when, for example, the angel of Babel, Babylonia, ascends the ladder, he goes up the ladder 70 steps, and then, then he's knocked off. And then 
finally, when it comes to the fourth exile, the exile we're in now, it goes on and on. And Yaakov's like, what's going to happen now? And Hashem says, even if this angel goes before me, my throne of glory, I will knock him down. So anyway, so, so the general um, theme of both Nachmanides' explanation and the Wasman Ruknas' explanation, previous Rebbe classifies as having a similar um, theme. And that is that God showed Yaakov the divine providence that how he takes care of the world and the creatures in this world. However, both Nachmanides and the Basman Ruknas are all talking about how God takes care of the world with the name Elohim. Name Elohim is numerically equivalent to the word nature. And how Hashem takes care of the Jewish people with Yudke Vavke beyond nature. How the sustenance the Jewish people is connected to Yudke Vavke beyond nature and the world in general, <clears throat> it's garbed in Name Elohim, it's garbed in nature. That's, those are the first two explanations. That's what they have in common. How the world in general um, gets sustenance through Shem Elohim. And and Jewish people, we are we are connected directly to Yudkevavke without any filtering, without any concealment, without any angels. Then the Rebbe brings two more explanations: the explanation of the Eben Ezra and the explanation of the Zohar. The Eben Ezra says that the latter Yaakov saw is a remes; it alludes to the Nisham, who's to the soul, but he calls it the Nisham Hel the higher soul, meaning there's a soul as it is in the body, and then there is the essence of the soul. So um, Hashem shows Yaakov the essence of the soul, and he shows him angels ascending the soul, that those angels refer to thoughts of wisdom. As we'll see soon, um, we uh, we don't hear God's voice literally, physically, you know, with our ears, but sometimes we have inspiration that we want to be closer to God, and that inspiration is a product of the part of the soul hearing God's request to return to Him that trickles into us this sense, this feeling of I want to be close to God because um, our Nisham and Gan Eden, our soul in heaven, hears God's voice. That causes us here in this world to suddenly feel, I want to be closer. So, so that's the angelic um, forces going up the ladder. It's the thoughts of wisdom we have that come from our higher soul. That's Ebenezer. The Zohar says that the ladder refers to prayer. And through prayer, a Jew brings his requests, his supplications. And through this ladder the same experience of prayer, through this, God sends down his salvation from heaven and he satisfies his request. I think it's very interesting how the Zohar, how the Rebbe explains the Zohar. It's not just that we ascend to God through the ladder. You know, it's not just that we present our request to God in prayer. It's also that God, it's the same ladder through which God sends his answer. In davening is the channel through which Hashem is responding to us. It's not just that we're talking, you know, sometimes when you daven, you're not just, you want, you want a response, you want an answer. And, and Rebbe is saying, your davening is also 
the channel through which God answers you and sends you his, his response. It's not just when you present to God your request. It's also where the divine flow is, is, is brought to the world. I'm not sure exactly um, how that works, but one thing is, it says in Tanya, is that the divine sustenance in the world goes through souls. It goes through, as, as in the Apostle Lagani in this year, in, uh, the Rebbe explains in Tavshin Chav Gimel how there are three dimensions in every world. There are worlds, there are souls, and there's the godliness in the world. And how souls are the conduit between the godliness in the world and the physical world. So perhaps it's something to do with that. The, 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 uh, when we pr- pray to God, perhaps that's, that's how that's... Either way, God li- listens to our prayers and he sends his salvation in them and through them down the ladder. Then the Rebbe classifies both the Ebenezer, the third explanation, and the Zohar's explanation. He puts them together, and he says, the latter is about the bonding of the soul with godliness through the essence of the soul. And how do we connect the essence of our soul with godliness? It's through our through our Vesat field. It's through our prayer. Our prayer connects our deepest part of our soul with, with godliness. That's the meaning of the ladder. It's where we connect to Hashem. This is the difference between a ladder and a pillar. When you have a, a pillar, it also connects the floor of the room with the ceiling, but there are no steps in the pillar to ascend. However, a ladder has steps, and that allows the person to ascend from, through these steps higher and higher and higher until he reaches the highest of levels. And so to davening, what is Davin? Says the previous Rebbe, the Davening means the soul is pouring out to God. Jay, find that just a fascinating classification of what Davening is. You know, if someone would ask you, what is Davening? I mean, our, our, maybe my go-to answer, well, that's when we pray to God, we ask God. We know that uh, Davening means connection. Okay, so it's the way we connect with God. But how do you connect with God? What is davening? Davening means pouring out your soul to God. Uh, we were learning earlier this week how the word bow means to come inside. And Hashem tells us, don't be on the outside, be on the inside, be closer. Wherever we were before, this Shabbos, the energy of the whole week is associated with this word bow, come closer. So I think, you know, in davening, it's very possible uh, to uh, take a lot of trips in davening. I don't mean spiritual ones. There's a verse we say in our prayers from Psalm 20. There are those who have their might in chariots and those have their might in, sor- in horses. And we mention the name of God. The, uh, the joke about this verse is there are those who travel with horses. There are those who travel with chariots. We mention the name of God and we pray all of a sudden we are in Dubai, in Timbuktu, and we're, we're all over the place. It doesn't have to be that way, but sometimes the reason it is that way is because we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're trying to do. Says the Rebbe, Davin is pouring out your soul to God. That's what it is. One Hasidic mentor once told me, even if you're not ready to Davin, you're not up to that feeling of Davening, at least know what it looks like to Davin. What is Davening? Davening is pouring out your soul to God. Okay. The, there's a verse. I will pour out my soul before Hashem. That's what davening is. That's the real meaning of that. 
And just like a merciful father listens to the requests of his children, so to Cain who is Borak Shemeat Bills so to does Hashem hear the prayer of every mouth. Once I said a joke, I'll continue. Um, the, the joke about that verse is that line is if you it could read the word peh without that dot in it, and then it will be a fe, and it will be fe. Hashem hears the prayers of every fe. Sometimes you think about yourself, I'm fe, he won't listen to me. So the, so so don't think he just listens to the peh. You also listen to those who are who think about themselves as fe, listens to you too. Okay, so that's the meaning of davening and davening. And davening, every person beseeches Hashem with his requests. And before God, he tells God about his pain. This, this is the ladder that the bottom of the ladder is on the ground. The top of the ladder is in the sky. And it has many steps to go higher and higher. As it says in the Talmud, in the Medrash, that God sits as a Medrash and he makes ladders. He lowers one person and he elevates another. As it says in the Torah, God judges this one he lowers and this one he raises. So the Talmud is specific and says there are ladders in the plural because every single Jew has his own individual ladder. As it says in the Torah, look, God says, I have given to you today life and goodness, etc., and choose life. So God gives a free choice to every single Jew to choose good and to despise evil. This is the ladder. This is the ladder. The ladder is we're able to ascend. God's asking us to choose life to go up the ladder. God is constantly moving people up and down the ladder, or more accurately, he empowers us to go up or down the ladder. And this is the service of man to go up this ladder. Okay, now in the next segment of this uh, uh, chapter of the discourse, that explains the meaning of going up the ladder. What does going up the ladder look like? It says in the verse, listen, o, listen, Israel, Hashem is our God. The word listen also means understand. And it says in another verse, Speak because your servant is listening, which also means your servant is understanding. So what does it mean when we say Shema Yisrael? Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael means a Jew feels. It's interesting. He said the word Shema means understanding, but then he says not just understanding, their hurt, not just understanding, but you feel it. That's the real meaning of understanding. And as we learned a couple of times, how the previous have explained the, diff- the different levels of hearing. You could hear with your ears, without your mind. That's not really called hearing. You could hear with your mind and not your heart. It's also far from anything actionable to hear with your heart. But then there's a hearing with your desire, hearing with your pleasure. When something touches your pleasure, there's movement immediately. There's a dramatic movement. Something t- touches your pleasure. And that's all, even hearing with your pleasure is not the Yiddish word, their hair. Their hair is more than that. The hair means that you feel it in every part of you, in every fiber of your being. So Shema Yisrael, a Jew feels in every fiber of his being. What does he feel? He feels that Hashem is our God. What does it mean Hashem is our God? The word Elokeinu, which I'm translating as our God, actually means something else. Elokim comes from the word, is related to the word power, energy, strength. Elokeinu means 
our power and our vitality. So the Jew feels that what is our power, what is our strength, what is our life? Our life is Yudke Vavke. Our life is beyond nature. A Jew feels in every fiber of his, of his being that his life, that his strength, that his that makes him tick is Yudke Vavke. It says in the Torah, you are called children to Hashem, your God. And the Alt, the Rebbe explains that just like the origin of a child is from the brain of the father, so too the soul of every Jew comes from the thoughts and wisdom of Hashem. That every single Jew, the godly soul, is an actual part of God. That explains in Tanya how the origin of the sperm is from the brain, and the uh, similar way, the origin of every Jew is from God himself. Every Jew's soul is an actual part of God. And this is the Yudke Vavke in the soul. The Yudke Vavke in the soul is the godliness in the soul. Every Jew is a part of God. And that's what we mean when we say that our real life is godliness, that the deepest part of ourselves is our godly soul. What is our godly soul? A godly soul is Yudke Vavke. There's a Yudke Vavke in us. God's name is in us. God's a part of God is in us. When God gave us a Torah, he said, I am the Lord your God in the singular. I am your personal God. What did Hashem add to the equation? Before God gave us a Torah, we already were a part of God. So what's the addition when God gives us a Torah and he says, I am the Lord your God? What is he, what is he adding? When Moses asked Paro, to release the Jewish people. He says, God says release them because they're my children. We were already God's children before. So it wasn't that we became God's children at Sinai, but yet God added something. And he said, I am the Lord, your God. What is he telling you? And he's telling us individually, I'm the Lord, your God individually. He could have said in Hebrew, you could say you're in the plural. I'm all of your gods. Or you're in the singular. And, and Sinai specifically highlighted, I am each of your God's individual. I am your God only. I'm only your God. What is he saying? Says the Rebbe, when God gave us the Torah, he gave the power and strength to every single Jew that with his prayer, with his Torah, with his mitzvahs, he could ascend and reach to the highest of levels, level after level, just like someone ascends a ladder and goes up from step to step. And this is their ladder that ascends from the earth to the sky to reveal Yudke Vavke in the soul. I think what he's saying is, is that there is the Yudke Vavke in us. We're born with that. At Mount Sinai, God says to us, us, I'm Lord your God. He empowered us to reveal that, to make that manifest in us, that we're able through our Torah, through our prayers, through our mitzvahs, to make make that part of our, our experience. To make that, to make, to reveal it, to be, to, to make that who we are. In this um, line of Tanya that I mentioned before, that every Jew is actual, every soul is actual part of God. Mamish, a really part of God. There are two translations of that word mamish. One meaning of the word mamish is mamish means mishush, something you could touch with your fingers. It's so earthy. It's so it's so tangible. You could touch it with your fingers. Another meaning of the word mamish is literally. So literally godly in this sentence, the soul of Israel, the soul of the Jew, 
is literally is really a part of God. So, so the verse is saying two um, extremes. On the one hand, the verse is saying, who are you? You're really godly. You are transcendent. You are beyond. You are infinite. You're godly. You're really godly. You're so high. You're mamish godly. You're so, you're so beyond earthy. And you're the opposite of earthy. You are totally godly. On the other hand, the word mamish also means earthy. You are so down to earth. So which one is it? So it says in Hayom Yom that because the soul is so holy, because the soul is so godly, because the soul is an actual part of God, that's why it affects us in a down-to-earth way. In other words, in our in our thinking and in our feelings and in our in our mitzvahs, in our Torah, in our prayers, we're able to experience this soul. Why can we experience the soul? Because the soul is an actual part of God. That's why it's it, we're able to um, feel it in a down-to-earth way. So let's let's summarize what we learned today in this in this first section of this um, of this discourse. Rebbe tells us that Yaakov had a dream and he saw a ladder. And he gives us four explanations. And one explanation is that the ladder is referring um, to the angels that through which God sends sustenance to the, every creature in the world. Another explanation is that the angels refer to the four uh, monarchies, the four kingdoms. The Jewish people are in exile. Um, the third explanation is that the um, ladder refers to the soul. That the, uh, the the soul is on the top of the ladder, and the thoughts of wisdom we have are are coming are the angelic forces that come from the soul, and the fourth explanation is an explanation of the of the Zohar. So the Rebbe classified these four explanations in two. So the first two explanations are referring to how God takes care of the world, and the, how that sustenance of the world is through the garment of of nature. Hashem hides Himself. And the Jewish people are connected to Yudke Vavke. And we're connected to, to uh, godliness. And how do we connect to godliness? We connect to godliness through prayer. And he explained that what prayer means is pouring out your soul to God. That's what davening is. And that's why davening is called a ladder. A ladder means a place you go higher and higher. Where are you trying to get to? So you're trying to get to Shema Yisrael Havayi King. You're trying to get to feel so what makes you tick? What's your real sustenance? What's your life? Your your life is your godly energy in you. That's who you really are. That's what you're able to ascend to through prayer. And that's the power God gave us in Mount Sinai when he said to us, I'm Lord your God. What he added by saying I'm Lord your God in comparison to what was there before is he empowered us. He gave us the power to ascend and to reveal the godliness in us. We had a, a part of God before. I've met a part of God in his soul. And so did Yitzhak and Yaakov and Eben and, 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 and our the 12 tribes. What was unique about Mount Sinai, what's unique about our, what we're able to do today is we're able to reveal that in us through our prayer, through our Torah, through our mitzvahs, to reveal, to make that not just something that's that's in us, but not active, not functioning, not present. We're able to ascend and to reveal the godliness inside us. That's uh, the basic uh, idea of, I think, of this first section of the Bible. Any questions or comments before we wish each other a good Shabbos? All right, good Shabbos. Chaim Peretz, good Shabbos, David.